Welcome to just another follower of Jesus Christ. This is Cheryl, and I'm happy you're here. Today we're going to explore three words. I will not. The Ten Commandments gives us a very clear path of thou shalt not, and one that requires intentionalness with our words. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. These 13 succinct words are part of the 67 words that comprise the Ten Commandments, taking less than one minute to read. I will not take the name of the Lord my God in vain. Imagine if all of us followed these 67 words with exact obedience. What a paradisical world we would have for all God's children. I was not present at Sinai when the Ten Commandments were given, and I'm wondering maybe if you were. Yet, I know as well as any who were present that it is right to obey God, not use His name in vain, and to honor my earthly and heavenly parents. I know that by keeping the Sabbath day holy, it brings a different spirit into my home, greater peace into my life. Being pe peculiar from others is a good thing today. I know, as well as the people at Sinai knew, that it is wrong to profane, steal, covet, bear false witness, kill, commit adultery, or do anything like unto this. You nor I should ever need the first-hand account in order to believe in God's commandments. I will not be careless with my words or my thoughts of deity. Instead, I will continue to fall on my knees with gratitude for the love and trust God shows in me and strive each day to be better. At work, the careless use of the Lord's name is called out, quote unquote, when you swear it will cost you a dollar. One of my colleagues the other day commented, Thank you for reminding me to clean up my language. I was talking with my son, and he said, Do like Grandma, to which I replied, I am. Her son said, Grandma used to use phrases like, Heavens to Betsy, and Mom, you do need to be better. This was followed by my boss using colorful language, in which she turned to another person and said, Oh, I get a pass today. Cheryl is usually charging us when we swear. I gently remind myself and others to use language that is reflective of a child of God, hopefully in a way that brings attention without offense. Because carelessly using the Lord's sacred and honored name is breaking one of the Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments are also breaking us. We are fulfilling the prophecy of Ezekiel who said, Quote, unquote, the soul that sinneth, it shall die. Sin is more than ordinarily important, for as Martin Luther once said, one vice can overcome ten virtues. The other day I broke one of the Ten Commandments in a moment of fear. My soul jolted my being and left this moment in the front of my mind. I knew I had to repent of this white lie to be at peace. It reminded me that when I work to be more obedient 
and then fail, my spirit responds, thank goodness, I had done wrong, God knew it, my spirit knew it, and I knew it. I am grateful for a God of second chances and more. Harold B. Lee, a modern-day prophet of God, stated, quote, unquote, we forget that we have a heavenly father and a heavenly mother who are even more concerned than our earthly father and mother and that influence from beyond are constantly working to try to help us when we do all we can. Do you ever wonder why you do not know the name of our Heavenly Mother? I've pondered that for several years. Someone much wiser than I commented. Do you not see the way that humanity profanes God and our Savior? Our Heavenly Father who cherishes womanhood would never reveal our Heavenly Mother's name to us because it would be profaned. That profane use of deity's name is reflective of our lack of regard towards that which is most holy. Sterling W. Sill, an apostle of Jesus Christ, offered this counsel to humanity. Because of our birthright, our intelligence, our covenants, and our assignments, we are all special witnesses for God and have some very important things that we should do. God is our eternal Heavenly Father. We are all His representatives in that greatest of all family enterprises, which Jesus referred to as, quote, unquote, my Father's business. That is the business of building integrity, character, and eternal life into the lives of His children. And one of the things that we should very frequently do is go in the strength of spirit and stand again before Mount Sinai while we take stock of those things that God himself has placed out of bounds. And the emphasis of a little table pounding will help us to more securely make up our minds to eliminate those things that must not be done under any circumstances. I will not is deciding before we are in the situation of what we will not do under any circumstances. We know the pull of the tempter is growing more powerful every day. When I have clearly determined what I will not do, I am also clearly stating what I will do. There was a man seeking help with a moral problem who was asked, What are you going to do about the next temptation? He answered, well, how can I tell until I know what the temptation will be? If this man can't favorably make up his mind, even while suffering regrets, what chance will he have when his desires are again inflamed by evil? We place a serious handicap upon ourselves when we neglect to definitely make up our minds about important questions of morality integrity, honesty, industry, ethics, and religion. When we assume wrong attitudes, set bad examples, or just do wrong things, we all know we're thwarting God's purposes. 
we are violating that great command that says, Thou shalt not bear false witness. When we claim to be children of God and then go around acting like orphans, victims, entitled sinners, cowards, and helpless people, where's our backbone? Where's our strength of character? Where's our resolve to be more like Abraham, Joshua, Peter, Teresa of Avila, Mary and Joseph, Esther, Lehi, Abinadi, Nephi, Joseph Smith Jr., Martin Luther, Mother Teresa, Buddha, the Bab, Muhammad. You can add your own names to the list. My mother resolved early in her life to follow God's commandments because they mattered. She would rarely allow any swear word to cross her lips because she believed our words are a sign of our intelligence and why would anyone engage in gutter talk? Definitely not her or her children. She never tolerated profaning God. Thank you, Mom. Today is a good day to go stand on Mount Sinai and account before God our commitment to His commandments. Won't you join me? Until next time, God be with you.